Hello, everyone. I am here with Lillian, who is a PR coach and publicist, and she knows a lot about helping authors with publicity and PR, which is something that uh, we all need. We need more attention. Uh, and she is coming out with her own book about PR for um, not just authors, I think, if I remember right. But we'll talk about that later. First, just welcome. Thanks for having me, Carolyn. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with this as a profession? Sure, yeah. Actually, um, almost 16 years ago now, I started my business um, as a freelancer on the social media strategy and copywriting side. Ooh. I was in university. I was looking for uh, some paid work experience, so internships and that. And I was like, well, you know, no one's going to hire me unless they can see what I can do in these areas. And the way for me to do that is to build a portfolio. And the only way I knew how to do that back in the day was to go old school. So I was cold calling and cold emailing 40 plus businesses a day, agencies, all of that, just to kind of see who was going to give me a shot. Mm. And I started building my portfolio, started getting experience. And through that, I had some entrepreneurs, some small businesses come to me and go, hey, do you ever do publicity? Like, is that something you do? Because I need somebody to write a press release and everything. Oh. And I got tired of telling people no, right? <laughs> so then I thought, okay, let, let, let me explore this a little bit. Let's kind of look into, you know, what PR is about, how it's all going to work. Let's see if I can make a real go of this. Mm -hmm. So I started at the time uh, interning with an agency in town that also had satellite offices in LA and New York and really cutting my teeth with campaigns and projects with them. And um, that led to me getting involved in indie film doing a lot of campaigns for indie filmmakers who were going to film festivals and everything, started doing that on my own, branching out and doing that on my own. And I loved it. Like I had so much fun with it. I still love it. Um, to this day, I still have the relationships that I've built with a lot of the media connections uh, that I used for client campaigns and things like that. And then I said, you know, let's see if I can transition that to see if I can help out authors, because a lot of it is um, a, a lot of the folks that cover film also cover books, also cover graphic novels and other things. And I said, you know, there's some overlap there. Yeah. Uh, and I started doing that and then also came across another crossroads because a lot of uh the authors that i work with that i talk to indie authors right self-published nobody has a huge budget and i was hearing a lot of people say hey i would love to be able to work with you on a campaign but i can't afford it right now so mm -hmm. i thought okay i've been doing this for a long time I have the experience, the knowledge. There has to be another way that I can provide value mm. to these fantastic authors and entrepreneurs and everything else and to work with them and to also impart to them the knowledge, the skills, and the tools that they need to learn how to better work with PR themselves. And that's how I added coaching to my business. 
because a lot of what they were coming to me and telling me were things like, I did a great masterclass or I did a fantastic workshop um, and I came out of it, forgot what I learned or mm -hmm. the flip side of that was it was awesome, but I had no way to really understand how to tailor it to what it is that I'm doing. Mm. So it's like I have all this knowledge, but I'm stuck on how to bridge the gap between what I learned versus what I'm trying to use it for. And then I had other authors say, yeah, I went through a PR campaign with a PR agency or a publicist, uh, didn't get the results that I wanted because I didn't feel comfortable speaking up oh. on like, I would rather do this versus something else, right? So what would happen is the publicist would kind of make their own determinations on what they thought was best and they would get press results, but it's not getting the book, the story, the project mm -hmm. in front of the right people. So yeah. as a coach, like knowing your goals for a campaign is, is very crucial. Mm -hmm. So as a coach, like my job is to help authors get to the bottom of, okay, what are your goals, right? Because to say, hey, I want more sales is not going to cut it because everybody wants more sales. In order to figure out how you're going to make it work for you is really figuring out like, okay, incrementally, if say I want to increase my sales 20% over the next six months, what are the different ways that I'm going to uh, try to do that? using social media, using email, using PR. And then the other part of it is, is when it comes to getting out there, and this is, uh, it's interesting. I find that um, for a lot of the women I speak to and that I've worked with, there's a lot of uh, limiting beliefs and mindset blocks surrounding uh, fear mm. is a big one. Anxiety is a big one. Imposter syndrome is kind of, you know, rounds out the big three on, why they feel like they can't get out there and share their stories publicly, right? Whereas mm -hmm. some of the male authors that I've spoken to tend to have more unrealistic expectations around PR, you know, because they're so used to seeing celebrities on talk shows and, and in magazines. Yeah. Million dollars tomorrow, we're going to do it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I've lost track of how many times I've had people come to me and say, hey, I have no media experience whatsoever, but I want to get on The Tonight Show. Can you can you do that, right? And it's like, that's not really how it works because you're banking on something going viral. It's a Hail Mary pass that you're throwing that you're banking on going viral that's going to sustain you for months, if not years, and keep your projects top of mind. And that a, is that's, that's, you know, that's, point. that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's not how it works. Number one. And number two, the worst thing you can do is if you have an opportunity like that and you're unprepared, mm. right? You don't know how to conduct yourself in interviews. You don't um, have an idea of what your comfort level is and sharing your story with people. What can happen is you can make mistakes. And the last thing you want is to be able to be making said mistakes on an international stage in front of millions of people. But mm. people get sucked into that narrative of like, 
I need mainstream TV, I need news, I need radio, I need magazines, because they want to get in front of the most people. And what I tell the author, I've heard sometimes that even getting on a huge stage like that doesn't always even lead to any book sales. Mm -hmm. If you're not positioning it correctly, if you're not speaking to the people who actually want the book that you've written. Oh, absolutely. Because the, the thing that they kind of neglect to think about is just because that particular show is reaching millions of households doesn't mean that, you know, the audience is looking for what you're sharing, right? Mm -hmm. if, if you're going on like a celebrity talk show where they're expecting to hear from different movie stars on what their projects are, they're not, the, the chances of them wanting to learn about a romance book written by an indie author is really, really slim. So when you're looking at getting out there and sharing your story, it's really, really important to not only figure out what your own mindset blocks are surrounding why am I scared? Why do I have anxiety? Where's the where's the root of the imposter syndrome coming from? Um, it's also really important to discern like, you know, how am I sharing my story? Which parts am I sharing? And who do I actually want to get in front of? Where are the people, the readers that I want to reach actually spending their time? Absolutely. And, it, and I think there are a lot of opportunities for smaller venues than The Tonight Show and Oprah. Like, there's a ton of ways that you can still be in front of people. Is that is that true? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would argue that for an author that has no media experience, you are much better served focusing on the smaller outlets like the blogs like the youtube shows like the podcasts like what we're doing right now um, that are catered to authors and your specific genre or the themes that you want to talk about like if you're talking about um, mental health representation in fiction or if you're talking about um, lgbt BTQIA characters and, and the importance of that representation. There are hundreds, if not thousands of platforms mm. that you can connect with, build relationships with, that will get you in front of the readers that are looking for specifically books that focus on these genres and on these themes. And the reason why uh, you want to do that, because I know for a lot of authors, it's, you know, everybody has limited amount of time. You um, have a limited amount of energy that you want to prioritize towards educating yourself when it comes to the marketing side of things. Because for most authors, of course, what you want to focus on is the writing, the production of your book and everything. Um, so they usually turn to things like social media and to a lesser extent email on, you know, this is how I'm going to reach my audience. And they do that because they're, they feel like there's a low enough barrier to entry. Mm. And in, and in many cases, they're not necessarily going for courses or going for coaching on either one of those things. What they're doing is they're looking at what other authors are doing in their genre. And it's like, well, if it worked for so-and-so, there's a really good chance it could work for me. 
And the issues that I think can come up with that oftentimes is on the email side, um, I've seen a lot of fatigue with the authors that I talk to when it comes to developing a content strategy for their email newsletters mm -hmm. um, and also driving traffic for people to subscribe to said newsletters. Uh, on the social media side, fatigue, but of a different sort because they buy into the rhetoric, the popular rhetoric from social media gurus that says you have to be on there every single day in order to be consistent, to build momentum, to really be, um, you know, building a rapport with your audience in order to get anywhere. And when they look at that, they're like, yeah, no, I'm tired. <laughs> I only have so many hours to yeah, get burned out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And and they, you know, they lose that momentum because they buy into that rhetoric. Um, and, you know, and at the same time, for the ones that are still trying to post on social media, trying to make an impact, you are at the mercy of the algorithm who can controls who sees your stuff when. And, you know, when you're dealing with all of this, it can be overwhelming to kind of figure out how you're going to make these channels work for you and everything else. And you end up plateauing, mm -hmm. right? The problem with um, things like social media and email is that it's so much of it is primarily relying on you to do the growth relying on you to do the engagement. And at some point it plateaus because you're going to keep reaching the same audience members over and over again. Like these are the folks that are loyal. These are the folks that will interact with your content. These are the folks that will share your content for you. <laughs> Great point, Montrez, I get it. I get it. You and I talk about this all the time. Um, you yeah. know, And what you said earlier about, you know, basing it on what other authors are doing is also a mistake because you don't know if that's working for them. You mm -hmm. might see an author that has 5,000 followers and go, oh my gosh, they're doing something right. You don't know if any of those followers are translating into book sales because you're not seeing that behind the scenes. Exactly. And, you know, at some point, like I said, with the plateau, your loyal audience members can only share your stuff so much with their audiences, right? Eventually it becomes an echo chamber. And the algorithm controls what what part of your content new people get to see. With PR, the reason why it's so powerful is because when you make that decision to reach out to different media outlets like the podcast, the freelance writers, the blogs, to share your story, what you're doing is not just building a powerful, positive relationship with that media outlet, which is invaluable, believe me, because I have uh, media connections that I have had follow my clients for years, right? So this, this is the kind of relationships that you're building. That's extremely powerful. But what you're also doing is using that media outlet and that podcast as a bridge to connect you with their audiences, their audiences who, you know, like I said, want the books on mental health, want the books on um, LGBTQIA representation, want the, you know, romance books, fantasy, whatever genre it is that you're writing. 
And because you're appearing on a platform that they trust, mm. and this particular platform has spent months, if not years, building their repu rep uh, reputation, building that credibility, audiences trust them. They see you on there, they'll be like, oh, <laughs> hey, like, this is probably a book or an author that I should check out. You know, right. some of yeah, that trust absolutely. gets transferred to you. And as a result, these media outlets are helping you create high quality content in the form of interviews, reviews, events, just dozens of different forms of media opportunities that you can use to amplify the message of your book and your story as an author to get in front of these new audiences. And when you do that, right, that's not controlled by any algorithm out there because you could have a podcast interview like we're doing right now and you could share it on several different um, social media platforms in different ways. You know, you can mm -hmm. do video clips, you could do blogs, you could do uh, quote images, you could share it on your website, you could share it on email. And the platforms don't control that. You do. And the more you share it, the more you can amplify the story of your author's journey and the story of like your book and why it matters and to continue getting out in front of the right people. Because the other thing that I really stress with the authors that I speak to all the time is that conventional wisdom says the launch is what matters. You've got a two week window after that, like, you know, everything dies down, nobody cares anymore. When the fact of the matter is, is I've worked with clients um, whose books were released six months to a year before I started working with them. But they didn't do a media campaign. They weren't out there doing interviews. They weren't out there doing events. And what that meant was there's an entire contingent of thousands and thousands of people who don't know they exist, who don't know their books exist. So when you choose to do a media campaign, what you're doing is, is you're constantly getting in front of new audiences and keeping your books and your projects top of mind, even months after launch, because these new people, they didn't know when you launched, they weren't there. They don't care what they care about is that they're hearing about it now. Mm -hmm. If it's a book they want, why would they be like, oh, well, it launched a year ago, so. Exactly, exactly. And and the key to keeping that momentum going is consistency. And going back to what we were talking about on the social media side of things, how it's like, oh, conventional wisdom says you have to post every day and this, that, and the other. What I tell my clients and the authors in my audience is, Consistency is up to you to define based on how you prioritize your energy levels because mindset and energy levels and, and how you approach it from a mental and emotional standpoint is really important. And also based on your goals. And sometimes what that means is both for social media content strategy and for getting you know interviews and events and reviews and things like that is you should look at what your goals are 
right? Prioritizing your energy levels, prioritizing your goals. And also when it comes to social media, don't be afraid to reach out to folks and actually ask them, hey, what do you want to see? You know, mm-hmm. what, what is it that, you know, you want to see more of? What is it that you, um, like, would get you excited? What is it that you uh, would love to share with your audiences that maybe they, they haven't seen before or you haven't seen from me? Because uh, these are all ways in which to keep that momentum going in a way that is sustainable mm-hmm. for your author business and for your own like mental and physical health, right? You because think an ideal number of interviews that you should be doing, or is this another like depends on you and your energy levels? I would definitely say prioritizing energy levels is key. Um, I don't recommend authors cram a lot of things into like a two week period where you're doing like 10 interviews and you know another three to four events and everything because you can burn out really quick and the more you burn out the less likely you're going to to take those opportunities and promote them properly Mm. that's part of sustaining the consistent momentum as well as making sure that you're promoting these conversations that you've had to your audience so they know more about you and they're like oh you know they're being featured on this and that, that must the be relationship too the relationship with the host um, mm-hmm. that you're promoting they're gonna notice that because many many guests don't do any promotion so <laughs> right so you know it's it's really about um prioritizing your energy levels and looking at okay in a three month or a six month period what's a consistent level that i can get behind right? Understanding, of course, that when you are pitching for interviews or events or other media opportunities, not everyone's going to say yes, right? So when you keep that in mind and and your requests start um, being answered and you start looking at your schedule and your calendar, um, you know, really looking at prioritizing what fits in with your schedule. I mean, if you can only do, let's say, four interviews in two weeks, that's fine. Because what that does is it gives you ample opportunity to get your audiences excited and activated about the conversations that you're having. And it also gives you an opportunity to take your time to promote all of it properly after it's done, right? To let people know to keep out, keep an eye out for it and everything else. So Consistency is really about prioritizing energy levels and your own schedule, because I know for most authors, very few folks are doing this full time. So you're juggling Mm. full time work, you're juggling the author career, you're juggling, you know, kids, other family members, maybe aging parents, pets, whatever. Um, It's really about figuring out what sort of works for you. Um, And I know that like I've encountered some authors who want to have more definitive numbers on things when it comes to how much time they, they should be devoting to <laughs> PR campaigns and things like that. And I get it, right? Because everyone's busy. But the one thing that I, I say to them is, you know, so much of how much time you're going to devote to this, like if you have this goal and you're really committed 
to getting out there and to achieving this, whether it's, you know, you want to do six book festivals in a year, you want to eventually run your own workshops, you want to end up on panel events, whatever it is that you actually want to work your way up to doing, um, the amount of time that it's going to take you, so much of it depends on your mindset and your strategy. For an author who's really, really struggling with um, a lot of mindset blocks and limiting beliefs surrounding the fear, the anxiety, the imposter syndrome, it's going to take them a lot longer to figure out how what triggers that, number one. Number two, uh, build the healthy coping mechanisms to push past that, to keep going. And then number three, to build the individual pieces as part of the campaign because you know in addition to knowing who you want to get in front of you have to know what you want to tell them and in order to do that you know that means you're not sending an email out that's the length of an academic thesis right that means you have to sit down and spend some time figuring out what immediate it looks like so for you so for the folks that have a lot of mindset blocks it's going to take them a lot longer than it would for an author who's like yeah i have all of these ideas you know on on what i think i want to do i just need some advice and some coaching to help me get over that hump to make sure i'm you know going in the right direction so your new book start from does that give tips on the mindset or does it start more from the you you're ready to go but you don't know what to do my book covers the entire gamut um starting from the very beginning of you know even what is pr oh awesome is it powerful and i give a little bit of a history on you know the impact that it's made historically and then i go into why you should be considering it as part of your marketing strategy before diving into um really in depth into the mindset portion of it you know all the different limiting beliefs that could be holding you back how those limiting beliefs play a part into um, why a lot of authors i know believe in a lot of popular myths mm. where pr is concerned um you know it comes up in conversation a lot like there's a lot of people that i've heard from that are like i can't make it work for me because i don't have an audience of millions of people and I don't have, you know, 20 or $30,000 to spare for a campaign. When in reality, you don't need that. You know, you can start small, be targeted and be strategic mm. and have more success for your specific projects and your specific goals than, than you'd have if you chose to go broad, right? So I really focus on the mindset portion of it before diving into goal planning and then breaking it down into, okay, this is like the individual pieces you need mm -hmm. to build a successful strategy. Everything from what's your story going to be, right? Like what's the story that's going to make up the meat of your media pitch? How are you going to put together a media kit? How are you going to put together a media list? And then throughout all that, I'm also talking about the tools that they can use to really save time and energy on it um, that can, you know, 
help them out no matter what their budget is from free tools to the stuff that's a little bit more expensive that can really cut down on the time and energy that they can use to launch a campaign and then you know the back half of the book is really about hey you've launched the campaign you're getting that media coverage now what <laughs> now we're talking about okay how are we going to share this stuff properly to reach the maximum amount of people to keep your projects top of mind and how are you going to sustain that momentum oh that's fantastic that's a lot to cover and your book is on Kickstarter now. So you are, you decided to go that route to raise money for things like editing. Is that right? Yeah. Crowdfunder actually is the, the name of the platform. Oh, I'm fine. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's fine. And I decided to do that uh, not only to help the book come to life, I'm also doing a companion workbook and a glossary to really kind of give authors and creative entrepreneurs the entire package of, you know, here's all the definitions of everything I mentioned in the book. And here's the workbook to help you put everything you've learned in the book into practice. Right. So I'm, I'm essentially doing that um, for three books, not just to bring them to life and to publish them, but to really uh, give, authors and creative entrepreneurs an opportunity to work with me to learn more about what PR is and how to gain some of that personalized support and guidance to gain mm -hmm. some clarity on, okay, like what are my goals actually? Where do I actually want to go with this? What is my current marketing strategy? Why isn't it working right now for me? Or, you know, what is working that I need to do more of, but I'm kind of lacking those network connections to do more of it. So it's an opportunity for them to get coaching with me. I'm giving away, I'm also giving away, you know, scholarships to four entrepreneurs for my monthly membership club that I'm launching. And inside this monthly membership club, they're going to get access to everything from, you know, private one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, group coaching, workshops that I'm planning on launching with other um, marketing folks so that they also have access to things like email, uh, branding, social media, other aspects of, of marketing to kind of round it out and also resources to help them launch a campaign and stuff. So I'm giving that away. I'm also looking to take this opportunity to give away copies of my book to nonprofits that I know. Oh, Fantastic nonprofits, you know, um, local here in, in Vancouver and across Canada and also in the States as well that I know uh, deal with everything from, you know, youth hunger to, you know, low income employment to women's needs, uh, BIPOC issues, LGBTQIA issues, who all need help streamlining their marketing strategies and getting, you know, out there with a PR campaign in order to really make it like pack a punch with their fundraising efforts. Right. Oh, yeah. And I know that, you know, these organizations and also, I'm reaching out to professional associations with, you know, uh, like writing associations and author associations and book associations, because I know there's so many people out there that need this 
and that you know need help streamlining their strategies, need help gaining that clarity um, and that perspective on you know what's working, what's not, and also need that personalized support to really answer that centralized question of this. Like, there's a ton of knowledge out there, mm-hmm. and there's a framework out there, but how do I make it work for me? Like, it's mm-hmm. my mission to really help authors figure out how to make this specific framework work for their books, their genres, and their goals. Because even though the framework is the same, like you're always going to have a media kit, you're always going to have a media pitch to send out, and you're always going to have a list of people you're going to want to send it out to. Mm -hmm. For every author and every book, what that looks like is gonna be different right? Because every author's personality is different. That's really key too. That Mm -hmm. is not just about the book and the meat of the story inside the book, but also about you, your journey, what you've learned, what motivates you, why do you keep writing? And a lot of that is also about sharing your personality. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why your media pitch and your media kit is going to look different as you know a ya fantasy author compared to an adult contemporary romance author and it should you know so with this book and this campaign it's it's really my goal to continue to elevate authors to their fullest potential and really recognizing like hey i can actually use pr and make it work for me it doesn't have to be scary it doesn't have to be something that's super expensive or out of reach like and mm-hmm. for, you know they always have access to me to ask questions to run things by me and to also you know just if they get stuck come to me and say you know how do i get past this mm. That is fantastic. So we do have a link in the description for that crowdsourcing uh, website that your book is up on with all of these juicy uh, perks that go along with it. So definitely check that out. And uh, do you have any final thoughts about what we as authors should know about PR? I think that what's key to kind of breaking down the power of PR and demystifying it as this really large entity time consuming thing that they have to spend a lot of time building a strategy for and that it's scary to get out there to uh, speak to people and share your story and talk to them about why you wrote this particular book. I break it down into these two things. PR is about storytelling and relationship building. As writers, you're already fantastic storytellers. You're doing that on a daily basis, you know, whether you're working on your books, whether you're writing blog posts, whether you are doing newsletters or even talking to uh, audience members on social media, you are writing your story and sharing that already on a daily basis. Building relationships is the key to getting in front of the right readers because nobody wants to hear, buy my book, buy my book, buy my book all the time. What they want to know from you, and this is key, 
when it comes to sharing your story publicly is why should I care? As a reader, I have limited time. I have a limited budget. I have genres and authors already that I enjoy. What's going to make me want to pick up a book from an indie author that I haven't heard of? And in order to do that, you know, none of us have enough time or energy in the world to reach literally every single reader that we want to reach on an individual basis. It's, it's impossible. So PR is your shortcut to building those relationships with the right readers by leveraging the relationships you're building with the media outlets they already trust. Yes. Beautifully said. That is an absolute key point. I'm going to put that in a short. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lillian. It is great to have you on the show today. And I really appreciate you taking this time with us. I appreciate it, Carolyn. Thank you for having me. As always, um, if there's any questions that you have or your listeners have, I'm always available on Instagram at uh, Lillian Sue Copywriter PR. The campaign is currently live now. So, you know, please check out the link in the show notes, subscribe, share, back the campaign. Let me know when you have any questions. And I certainly look forward to collaborating with you, hopefully in the future, to get in front of more authors. Because for me, education is empowerment. And the more we empower authors to better understand how to make these facets of marketing work for them, the more successful we're all going to be. Because there's always readers and audiences out there for all of us. This is not a competition. It's a community. And the best way we can move forward and support each other is to empower each other. And that's through support, education, and and sharing the knowledge that we have. Absolutely. A wise person said to me, readers read. There's no running out of books for people who love books. So there's room for all of us for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, awesome. I'm definitely going to be adding your book to my resources for all of the book launch and book marketing plans. And we'll find other ways to collaborate, I'm sure. I look forward to it. Thank (laughs) you for having me. All right, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you, everyone.